Okay, I'm Andrzej Rusenski, mm-hmm. and I'm a professor emeritus uh, from the University of New Hampshire in the United States. And it is my real pleasure to get acquainted with you and to participate in this uh, uh, session. Uh, right now, I enjoy life in Poland. Uh, the weather is very nice, and uh, I'm ready to answer any questions you may have today. So thank you very much for inviting me. Thank you, Michael, for, uh, Andrzej, sorry, for starting the introductions. Perhaps, yeah, we should go around and just say it briefly. Um, so, Vyacheslav, do you want to start first? Uh, okay. Mm, good, good day. One, one more. Um, dear colleagues, I'm Vyacheslav Harchenko. I'm a professor and head of the Department of Computer System Network and Cybersecurity of National Aerospace University, uh, Kharkiv, Ukraine. Uh, now, um, um, as you know, we have very hard uh, time um, because um, the war with uh, Russia. Uh, but we uh, uh, continue our work, work and our resistance. And um, I think our project, uh, our book is a um, very, very important um, uh, point in um, in this uh, this time, considering uh, COVID time and considering the war, um, it's my pleasure to participate in these uh, meetings and um, work with uh, my colleagues uh, um, Andrzej, Mikhail, and Cohen. Thank you. Cohen, do you like to Yeah. So my name is Cohen van Gulik. I'm a, I'm a researcher at TNO, senior researcher at TNO. I was a full professor in England for five years on railway safety, where we worked on digitalization of safety management systems with, you know, intensifying data density on the railways. Uh, and I, I guess I was one of the earlier, you know, authors in, in the domain of safety and, and, and data, at least on some parts of it. And uh, um, I got involved with the University of Selenia and with the Verschlaf uh, about a year and a half ago on big data and safety and more or less we got the discussion going about why wouldn't we write something good on this space where there seems to be a lot of interest but not that much well s- sensitive information around so uh, to some extent you know we more or less found each other as we moved along i i tend to it uh, so, so i'm an academic by training but these days i'm a, mm-hmm. a bit more oriented towards the application area and uh and business side of things, so I tend to write a bit more from the business perspective. So that's my background. Yeah, fantastic, <laughs> thank you. And um, finally, but no means least, uh, Michael, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, I think we, we lost him. Okay, maybe okay. Uh, maybe, well, like, maybe you can say something on behalf of yeah, Michael. Yeah, yes, I, 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 can, I can a few words about uh, Professor Michael Yastrybinetsky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mikhail uh, Srebinetsky is um, uh, one of the most famous specialists in Ukraine, and, and I think not only in area uh, safety of the nuclear power plants instrumentation control system. He is founder of um, Department of uh, Instrumentation Control System uh, Safety and Security in National uh, Center of uh, Radiation and Nuclear uh, Safety. Um, um, the main uh, interest of uh, um, Mikhail is uh, aspect of regulation and assurance of safety and reliability of uh, instrumentation control system for nuclear, but not only. 
I, uh, it's my honor to cooperate with uh, Mikhail a lot of time um, in the rear, in the rear, um, uh, development of standards uh, and other project uh, on um, safety of uh, instrumentation control system for nuclear uh, assessment and assurance. Thank you. Okay, thank you so much. Um, and yes, uh, I'm Philippa Jeffries, as I'm here every week, and I also have hands from Cybersecurity Magazine. Um, yeah, and we're very pleased to be here to talk to you all about um, the topic of big safety, which is um, something that you're working on a book on at the moment, kind of what it is, how it can be used, um, and this kind of thing. So we thought now especially would be a great time to have a discussion around this topic. Um, so yes, welcome everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, we're so glad you could all make it. Um, we have numerous points we want to cover, but perhaps to start with, our first question is kind of what exactly is big safety and what aspects does it cover? Um, who would like to go first? Perhaps Fiatisab? Well, maybe I will start uh, okay. as, the, as the oldest once again here. So, well, typically, if we do not have those special ex circumstances today, uh, ex experiencing the whole world is experiencing obviously what's happening with COVID and what's happening in Ukraine, I would say that the idea of big safety belongs to the category of uh, disruptive innovation. And uh, the claim I'm making here is based on several factors. Uh, one factor is obviously uh, the urgent issue of considering issues not only related to safety and security on a global scale. And a good example is it was mentioned here already in the discussion about the uh, sort of notion of big data. Okay, so this big data and big safety, the word big is exactly the same what we are trying to address. So that's uh, one path which we can use as a heritage which prompt us to the development of this new uh, type of science. Now, another uh, example which I would like to mention, which may be relevant, is uh, the work which has been conducted uh, in the United States around the issue of Homeland Security. Uh, homeland Security, not only that it was questioned in terms of uh, their efficiencies, uh, was done sort of on an ad hoc basis. In other words, Homeland Security is uh, connected with critical infrastructures, uh, most likely depending on pra practicum of uh, safety and security rather than science. So when you combine these two things together, an example of big data and Homeland Security, we are just editing uh, a scientific component into it. As a, as a result, we have this concept of big safety, which we consider uh, quite important and relevant. And as I said, emphasized by the fact that uh, we have to save the planet right now. So we are hoping that uh, this big safety would be one of the tools trying to address important grand challenges facing the planet. And so this, this is what I would like to say uh, as an introduction. Okay, I, I could add a few words if mm -hmm. it's possible. Mm -hmm. In the framework of our book, we we talk about big safety as a combination of a different kind of big. It's a, as said, Andre, big data. It's a big system or complex system. 
its um, um, big attributes such as safety, functional safety and uh, security, cyber security, physical security, fire security, and new uh, new issues related to um, infection security and, and 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 so on. Hence, uh, big safety is a crossing of um, all aspects related to safety and security, considering new challenges during last last uh, two years. In, including uh, COVID time, including the war and uh, uh, aspect of military military kind of uh, safety. We will talk about these issues as well. Hence, uh, in this case, we can talk uh, about uh, about tolerate of um, negative synergetic influence, uh, all side of uh, safety and security. And so it is uh, one of the main points, as I think, for uh, for our book. This already gives us a little bit of an idea of what kind of challenges um, uh, you're trying to address with, with this topic of, of big safety. Um, maybe, uh, Kuhn, can you provide us with a couple of examples for domains where big safety is, is crucial, where that would be required? Yeah, so we haven't actually practiced this, okay? So maybe that's clear for you to understand that we haven't actually <laughs> But, uh, but just just two points, maybe just two points on the, on the comments made before. So, uh, uh, what I let's say, I've been in this domain for a long time, okay, and I've been in four universities and I've seen you know hundreds of businesses struggling with safety. One of the things is that this whole digital transformation which is going on, most safety experts don't even know much about. Okay, so that's 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 one of the challenges that it, that's, this will also, I for my perspective, hopefully address that you know especially people that say in the safety culture side, really just abhor anything technology and software even worse. But they, I, my message would be here, you can't ignore this anymore, right? This world is here, the data, the world is connected, there's huge problems, you need to do something about it and just to do interviews about safety culture is not going to be enough. So that I think would be an important message here. And I think Andre you know, gave an elegant way of, well, elegant way of, of explaining that. Now, Varyslav, uh, he didn't stress it as well. I'd like to stress it again. He actually wrote down in earlier papers 10 characteristics of what makes big safety big, which are really measures, indicators telling you if you're in a, either of these domains, you should worry about these kinds of problems that we we well we, we now term uh, big safety, and especially where the interference takes place. And that could be, let's say, chemical industry, where chemical plants are remotely operated before you'd have the people on plants, operating plants, you know, pretty much knowing what's going on. Now, if you go to Honeywell, they'll have a, you know, a, 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 a computer control center for chemical plants in Houston, controlling factories, you know, hundreds of miles away or even other side of the planet. So it becomes a really digitalized world, which has changed quite a bit. So that's where, you know, lots of information come together. Not everybody understands what's going on, and certainly people on the workplace themselves, who actually you know hear something ticking or blowing or I mean, seeing flames, may have no idea what the situation is because they don't have access to the data. Other areas where your know, loads of informations are are relevant is typically in in more well, already digitized areas where AI is introduced, and that's also where there's an important change in European European legislation with the introduction of the AI. Um, uh, uh, regulation, the AI regulation, because that will that asks 
of pretty much anyone who has a machine with a computer in it to store all the data for at least a year for investigations. That means loads and loads of information will not only have to be stored, but also have to be, you know, queried for errors or are used in, in investigations. So there's an awful lot of new uh, uh, information stored as well. So in relation, not just to industries, but also to legislation, there's really a demand for much better understanding of how data, big data, and safety experts within them are relevant. And um, we, we, we can add uh, about um, domain um, in our um, view most important uh, in point of view uh, big safety. Is that, uh, for example, nuclear power plants. This yes. instrumentation control with digital infrastructure and 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 so on. Because in this case we have different attributes of, of safety and um, in, including cyber security as well mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but we, uh, 20 15 years ago we think uh, uh, that um, uh, instrumentation control system of nuclear power plants are a completely closed uh, system not open for cyber attacks but now now, now there are risk uh, with um, um, uh, and the threats uh, of different uh, in, in intrusion into such system. Uh, and um, during last 10 or more years, uh, there are a lot of new standards um, uh, have been developed, uh, developed related to, to this issue. Hence, uh, um, uh, for such system, we have such uh, similar, similar problem. Hence, we need to to um, consider to research problem of safety jointly with security and other issues, uh, other, other side of safety and security as well. Thank you. I mean, just to go back to which industry, I mean, there's no industry is not affected, okay? Mm -hmm. Railways, massive data systems, uh, nuclear, massive data systems, air transport. I mean, there's no one that's not, not actually I mean, if you're a woodcutter, right, sitting in the forest cutting, I don't know, owls or something, maybe you don't have that information, but even then you'd probably connect somehow. That would be a different problem in that sense. But I mean, there's no significant production industry that does not suffer from these kinds of problems. Yes, I would like to, I wanted to keep according to the script, but the discussion is getting into the direction which is so interesting, so I cannot, I cannot just stop by making two comments. And the first comment I would like to make to follow up what we are trying to talk about is a paradox of this risk, what we are facing right now. The range of the risk is global, but it can be triggered by a single individual on planet. So there is this paradox that, you know, the essentially our future, our, our fate depends on an individual. We do not even know what his name might be. Okay, so that's that's a new phenomenon. And another thing, what uh, what we are talking about, different examples of industries which are affected and uh, relevant, absolutely. 
But I would like to stress that we should not only look at the existing industries, but because of the impact of the Internet of Things and AI and other factors, we should be looking at the industries which we have no idea what they are going to be five years from now. And uh, I can guarantee that uh, they also they would require this big safety and big security. So we cannot just think about uh, the status quo, what 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 is existing as of today, but we have to look into the future as well and be ready uh, uh, for for what's coming, which is not going to be a, a, a nice picture. Thank you. Okay. Um, yeah. That 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 obviously um, shows how how big the the frame is that we're looking at and, and how difficult to to grasp that is even in in one single book and one single conversation. So maybe if exactly. we focus if we focus on on one specific exactly. area, uh, which in in the context of, of our publication is usually cybersecurity. Um, what are some of the um, challenges that um, you know have have come to to light that probably have existed before, but that have especially come to light in the last or uh, two years, as you mentioned, with uh, the, the pandemic, uh, everyone switching to remote work uh, with the uh, obviously one in Ukraine right now. So if you can can provide your, your thoughts on that, whoever, <laughs> please, please go ahead. Mm -hmm. I, I can start if, if it's possible. Um, uh, when uh, COVID time is uh, begun, Began for we we started work with our our book with our idea of big safety, and what was very interesting story considering about about new type of threats new type of attacks caused by infection infection issues why because. And um, some of uh, hackers um, used used the more intensive uh, char character uh, of uh, communication um, and um, used used this issue to to create new threats and new kind of of uh, attacks on uh, safety critical systems as, as well. Hence. Uh, is the first point. Second point is related to to more um, more more open space uh, which we can now for um, safety critical systems, um, considering industrial Internet of Things and so on. There are there are formula in IoT equals IoT. What does it mean? Internet of Things equals Internet of Threats. Uh, hence, okay. IOE equals IOE is Internet of Everything uh, equals Internet of Emergencies. Hence, uh, more data, more uh, IoT, and more threats and more um, poss possibility for uh, for attacks. Hence, uh, it's a very important point to to analyze and to um, to go ahead considering that. Um, cybersecurity is uh, very important attributes for for safety and for uh, big safety uh, as well. And there are there are statistics of uh, uh, last uh, last years uh, uh, which uh, confirms um, uh, increasing of uh, attacks um, which 
was um, which uh, caused uh, by different different uh, different um, reasons uh, considering um, of course the war as aspect which we have in Ukraine during last last year uh, we, we know about a lot of attacks on our energy systems and now we have hot hot war uh, in addition to to cyber war thank you Yeah, when you mentioned yeah. previously about the increase in digitalization um, that we have in industry now, would you like to add some thoughts on this? Can you repeat the question, please? Um, you mentioned earlier about the increase in digitalization across industries. Uh, well, would you like to add some thoughts about kind of cybersecurity in the context of big safety here? Yeah, well, I think it, I think the most uh, the most points about cybersecurity, uh, I think, have been made. Uh, I think one mm -hmm. point that we haven't really discussed yet is the AI as aspect of it. I mean, for all this software to be used and to be safe, it also has to be verified and validated. And AI, for AI, pure AI, there's no formal verification system as yet. So that means uh, even making them safe is an open question. Can we even make AI safe? And it's and and in combination with that, most are yeah. Well, the important standards on relation to safety do not consider self-changing systems. So we consider software, we'll consider engineering projects, but we won't consider that the engineer or the system itself will change its own behavior on its own merit. And that's also an, an, a hugely important area of interest where we say, well, lots of information will be used for systems to change themselves and to some extent leaving their to their own devices in terms of control. And that's also just an unsolved area at this mint. We're not clear of how to do that and we do, certainly don't agree on which would be the right direction to do that. And this is actually where Verislav has done an awful lot of good work as well. So that's another aspect of the same problem. Yes, I, I could add a few words about artificial intelligence issue in context of safety and security as well. Because when you talk about AI, you talk about about AI as an object for intrusion, for attacks, and AI as a means for intrusion and attacks. Hence, we, we, we need we need to take into account different different sides of uh, application yeah. of AI, especially in safety critical system. And so it's a, one of the very important trends in area um, safety and in big safety, as I see. Yeah. So yes, and, and, I mean, one of the things that 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 mm -hmm. you know within within Tino we talk a lot about is that there's there's there seems to be this idea that safety, reliability, and uh, uh, AI, and cyber are different stovepipes, but it's becoming more and more clear that just one and the same thing, AI, cyber, utility, uh, safety verification, they have really become one thing as we all become digitized. So you, easier, early it was easy to separate one interest from the other, but it's no, no longer possible in the modern age where everything just comes together in data systems. A, a, a quick comment. Uh, we are paying the price for democratization of uh, digital technology because um, 
safety was always associated with sort of exclusive systems, military systems, space systems, banking systems, financial systems, medical systems, which were clearly defined and uh, isolated. Now it's uh, not true anymore. You know, it's everywhere. It's uh, everybody has an access to the internet, and not only people have an access to the internet, but as uh, Swaba mentioned, is also AI is the source uh, when uh, AI has an access to the internet. So it's uh, on one side, uh, it is sort of a, a heaven for democracy <laughs> what we are experiencing, but at the same time, this is a hell for us to make sure that this democracy can be enjoyed by everybody, including robots. Thank you. Yeah, that's interesting that you bring that up because what, just from us talking about big safety in general, it seems so big. There's so many, um, like you say, security threats, issues. And as you were saying, Cohen, like everything's so intertwined now. How, I mean, I'm just thinking, how do you go about tackling that? Um, I mean, your book's not out yet, I haven't read it, but how do you go about kind of, addressing big safety when it's so it includes so much so, so just yes actually so this is after the, the couple of things that that we did actually discuss quite a bit before we you know started on this project so the idea was mm-hmm. it was very clear at the beginning this is a massive area to be working in yeah and that's uh and, and we found this uh, in early meetings in conferences and one of the things that's that that i guess i see this problem is that it's very disconnected People are doing very different things without really getting to the same kind of terminology. Uh, 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 and the other thing that we said, well, the first thing we can do is at least lay down some foundations. And rather than, because we have discussed this, let's write a really thick book about this. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. we said, well, actually, maybe to get this started, that would not be the right approach because then you just have, you know, I don't know, a thousand pages of you know valuable information. People just get lost in that. It would be better if we get a First, we called it the thin book, I think, where we say, let's just first lay down some foundations like the 10 points that uh, various stuff comes with, with the, the definitions of uh, and the kind of questions you're asking. We say, listen, this is the kind of thing, the space in which we need to be operating. And after that, it would be much easier to say, well, here's a conference, you know, find 100 contributors and put that together, but at least use some kind of common reference. And that's really what to go with this, what I think we originally called the, the thin book or the small book. So we really want to keep it accessible and clear mm-hmm. and, and, and to make A, clear things have really changed and B, this is the kind of terminology we think would be good that you would use. Now we're talking to researchers so they never really listen, but at least we can make that effort. Okay. <laughs> we can say, listen, this is the kind of thing, is, this is the kind of terminology, this is where you ought to be looking. If you can do this kind of work, you could actually position yourself in this area of big safety rather than just going off and, and you know making papers without really understanding what you're doing. I think that's a that's a very valuable point. You, you mentioned establishing that that common vocabulary of okay, what is that, that allows you to actually talk about the, the problem across sort of industries, ac- across different professions. Um I'm, I'm just just wondering, um we, we we talked about cybersecurity being one of those you know fundamental building blocks that that plays a role in that. Um, how how do you go about engaging um, you know relevant stakeholders that that sort of bring bring other parts of this? Like how 
maybe that's that's a, a question of you know how did you go about writing the book uh, about you know defining that that core of of what is big safety uh, I, I, I don't fully know the history but from my perspective this started this discussion started because I've been passionate about this for quite a while and I go to lots of lectures where I say listen guys you've got to stop work, working with Excel and get serious about safety when you work in the digital age and um, uh, I think Farshlev and myself we met in Selenia uh, where we said yeah, we could do better with this we could, uh, we could do this better and then uh, it pretty quickly we came uh, to Farshlev's network that uh, that Andre and Miguel would be you know very useful contributors in this as well and then we said actually so there's four AI safety professors or, or digital safety professors coming together on this space, you know, willing uh, uh, to listen to each other and, and to, willing to share ideas. And we, we thought it was a pretty bright span already, you know, given the fact that they were quite, you know, geographically in different areas and have quite different backgrounds. So we, we already thought, thought it was a stretch. You know? I'm not sure whether we got yeah a separate i get no uh, uh cybersecurity expert in it would help and then yeah to, in, to, in in many ways i think uh, andre and, and varislav also cover large parts of that as well so i'm not sure we need that for this particular book it, i think it would over or complicate even more that, that sure and formulating it of course as, as you said this is sort of the the first step and hopefully you know interest in that picks up and and more people start contributing in, in that direction but but you are right. I mean, this 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 is so. This is really the first step, and and I think we already had discussion about what would the next step be, and and so the question of how would we engage people. So that's not a question we haven't asked ourselves. But, mm. but yeah, we would actually we would have to think that a, a bit uh, uh, through a bit further when we you know put some things on paper and got some clear idea of how which way this will turn out. And I I I could add. A few words. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I think uh, the, this uh, our um, book is just umbrella umbrella before uh, before uh, next uh, next books or next researches as uh, said the coin uh, Andrei Mikhail. Um, uh, we <clears throat> try to to describe uh, general issues related to all chain of responsibility um, people. I mean regulator. Uh, developers, engineers, managers, operators, and so on. And maybe <coughs> next step will be related to big safety culture, similar safety and security culture, uh, which we know now. And so <coughs> it's just a really start point for for motion to ahead, motion ahead. <coughs> Sorry. You touched on a point there about kind of responsibility uh, within big safety um, and you mentioned some people kind of responsible. Yeah, I was wondering if I could get your thoughts on kind of who is responsible for big safety. Is it kind of everyone involved in industry or the particular parties that are particularly responsible? Well, see, see, to me, it's still cowboy time. We're still li living the cowboy time. I, 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 I always look back from my perspective from the railways in the UK. Okay, so, so the revolution of steam on the railway was a massive, you know, technological advance which had huge implications, you know, worldwide, socially, etc., etc. And we basically, you know, in the beginning area, 
it was cowboys, right? Everybody was making money. Everybody doing whatever they wanted. And nobody really cared about the damage or the people killed or this or that. Until at some point said, listen, we really need to do something about this. For me, in the big safety and AI area, within the cowboy area, anyone could do whatever they want as long as it makes money. And that's where I think uh, that point of realization was say, actually, we are in the cowboy time. And if you want to change this, there will be some responsibility. Somebody will have to take responsibility. Now, typically, we look at governments for that, and well, the EU is actually looking into that, but but that's not the only ones. I think software suppliers, uh, uh, manufacturers, all have their own roles to play. But really, accepting that role in terms of uh, uh, can we really keep the world as safe if we want it to be? That that we're still very far away from that. I think uh, decades. I think. <coughs> Well, to answer your question, I, I also have a couple of comments about that. To answer your question, we have been debating and trying to, who is, where's the beef? Okay, talking about cowboys and uh, who is <laughs> who is guilty and so on and so forth. And my personal opinion is uh, that there is no uh, proper organization uh, which would take the responsibility of what we are trying to do. I consider our work as a part of a grand challenge for the whole community. So I'm pessimistic in that sense that uh, I don't see any recipe ready to go which would take what we are trying to do and implement this in, 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 in real life. But if this is the case, I think this is our responsibility as scientists to take a lead and to try to start this uh, building this new culture and trying to make uh, the awareness and try to take a lead and prosto and 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 simply uh, i'm sorry i said one more in in russian uh, and, and and to start this new era of the discussion that they really need to take take uh, care of those those issues this is our responsibility at this stage of the game okay great um my favorite slightly coming to the end of our time um, but just one last um, point I, I I know you may want to talk about. Um, so with the war in Ukraine at the moment, I know you're adding some content potentially to the book on this. Um, yeah, I was just wondering, would you like to give your thoughts on this in the context of big safety? Um, a few weeks ago, uh, uh, we um, discussed with um, Professor Yastrevenetsky, Andrzej Rusinsky, um, issues, new issues for big, big safety, the military, military um, safety. Mm -hmm. we, now we have in Ukraine really uh, state uh, terrorism, state nuclear mm -hmm. terrorism. I mean, I mean <clears throat> attacks on our nuclear power plants. Hence, uh, I, I, we analyzed um, existed uh, documents of um, International Atomic Energy um, Agency, and um, these documents documents describe just just uh, some terrorists, not terrorism in point of view uh, state, in point of view uh, military military issues. Hence, we. We, I hope, very shortly describe uh, will describe in uh, our books this issue. It is an additional additional <coughs> side for uh, big safety, the military issue, military in point of view in point of view technical issue, uh, 
Uh, and as said, Andre, we need um, we need to think about uh, uh, global uh, global understanding this threat because the, there are countries with NPP nuclear power plants and uh, not nuclear power plants. There are um, countries with nuclear weapon and uh, no nuclear weapon. Hence, uh, um, it is a new challenges uh, in, in and in Ukraine. We uh, very <clears throat> good understand um, this situation in um, during this um, uh, this incredible uh, war. Um, yeah, and as we kind of come to the end, does anybody have any kind of final thoughts they want to add to that? Uh, I, I would like to to say something about the final thoughts. Uh, mm -hmm. The final thoughts about is are about the future, and uh, we strongly believe that uh, the human face of our civilization is going to prevail, and we are going to overcome everything what we are experiencing. And we deeply believe in that, and that's what we are doing. This. Thank you. Any other final thoughts? Anybody? I, I I just uh, say about uh, thank you um, um, our colleagues uh, thank you Andre thank you Cohen thank you Michael uh, thank you Elipa thank you uh, Hans for organization of this meeting um, it it this meeting um, is very interesting discussion for us I think I see the result of our discussion. Um, will reflect in a, a few um, additional pages of our uh, book as well. Okay. Yes, thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. Thank you very much.